BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care. It's your girl, Ashley. We have so many new listeners and I'm so fucking grateful for all of you just from the bottom of my heart thank you for all the love and support on the last few episodes I'm so happy that you were able to connect with them and thank you to anyone who shared their thoughts and own experiences with me through dm um, through comments just sharing on your stories I love the fuck out of you If you ever want to DM me to talk, ask questions, ask for advice, you can find the podcast Instagram at trying not the number two care podcast or my main Instagram at Ashley Corbo. So yeah, um, just thank you. Also, I finally hit 10K on Instagram and I've had people messaging me being like, oh my God, I just listened to your episode like from a few months ago talking about how you want to hit 10K and you just did. Congrats. So thank you for that. It's surreal just the love and support that I've gotten in the past week so yeah thank you but yeah let's just get into today's episode I'm super excited so last week I talked about being in your 20s and the pressure and anxiety that comes with the decade and one of the biggest things I think a lot of people struggle with in their 20s is the idea of aging and having to get your life together and I think the first few years of your 20s is super fun and carefree and then you hit an age and you desperately want to start pumping the brakes You're having fun one night at a house party and then one day you wake up and you're having a quarter life crisis and are questioning where all the time went. I think we all grew up seeing our parents and other adults having a midlife crisis and we've seen them have mental breakdowns about aging and we might have even poked fun at them because we couldn't relate or we didn't understand and that could never be us and maybe you still have that mindset and god fucking damn I hope you do but from what I've experienced and what I've seen is people in their mid-20s, late-20s are having a really hard time with the idea of turning 30 and aging in general. And I never was afraid of aging. I never had anxiety about getting older. I never had anxiety about death. I never was that girl who cried on their birthday where now I cry every fucking birthday. Well, I cry every day, but on my birthday especially. And, you know, maybe that's because I had so much anxiety about everything else going on in my life that there wasn't any room to think about what life would be like as I got older. And being completely honest, I didn't even think I'd live past 25. I've always had this weird feeling that I would die by 25, which is kind of dark. But 
it was because I could never picture myself getting married or having kids or accomplishing anything that adults are supposed to accomplish. And even the fact that I didn't think I'd live past 25, I still didn't have anxiety about that. If anything, I was like, please take me out. I'm begging you, someone, anyone. But yeah, I never had that fear about aging until I turned 25 and the realization sunk in that I did in fact live to 25, which meant I was wrong my entire life. And now I only have five more years until I'm 30. And that's when I started to panic. I don't think any age before 25 held any weight for me. I mean, obviously 18 is big age and so is 21, but both of those have a pretty positive connotation. When you turn 18, you feel like people respect you more and people take you more seriously and you have more freedoms. And when you turn 21, you can legally drink and everything is new and exciting. Besides those two ages, I never looked too deep into turning a certain age. Whenever it was my birthday, it was just a day to celebrate and be the center of attention. It was one year older, but I didn't care. But when you approach your mid to late 20s, people who are younger than you, for whatever reason, attach such a negative meaning to it, which in turn makes you feel like shit about something that you can't change. I don't know if it's always been like this or if I'm just aware of it now that I'm 25, but people have this idea that anything older than 22 is prehistoric. You mentioned to someone that you're 24 and their jaw is on the ground. There will be a video of a celebrity in their 30s on your For You page and the comment section is filled with, oh my god, I hope I look this good when I'm 30. Oh my god, she's she's 30? She's so hot for 30. As if 30 is ancient. Like, when you think about 30, it's literally only 15 years twice. 15 years is not long at all, especially with how hyper-focused everyone has been with how fast time seems to be moving. Like, 2016 was six years ago and that fucking blows my mind like we all agree that time is moving questionably quick like how the fuck is it august i I don't know but with that being said i don't understand why when people hear 30 they think that's so old and then on top of being called a grandma these people who are shaming you for your age are also shaming you for what you do for a living and what your interests are People want to put an age limit on when you can do things and when you should stop doing them. You decide you want to stick up for yourself on the internet because people are bullying you or you decide you have an opinion on something and you have younger Gen Z down your throat saying, don't you have better things to do? Like you have a full-time job. You're a whole ass adult. Shut up. And to an extent, yes, I agree. Like there's no reason any adult should be arguing with teens and children on the internet, but just because you're older than others on the internet shouldn't mean that you need to be silent. And it's it's not even just that. I've seen people in their late 20s and in their 30s be ashamed for enjoying music like Olivia Rodrigo because she's younger than them and they were told they're too old to be listening to her. I've seen people older than their 30s being shamed for the way they dress because they want to also wear crop tops or on-trend items and not dress super conservative or what society thinks their age group should be dressing like. And it's just this strange phenomenon of once you're out of this very small specific age group which you have no control over, you start being pressured to act a certain way and are shamed for literally just existing and being on the earth longer than others. And I spoke about the pressures of being in your 20s last episode, but it just becomes very difficult when you're trying to figure out what the fuck you want to do with your life and create a life you want to live and are happy living but are being judged regardless of what you do. 
you have people younger than you making you feel like you're old man Jenkins from Spongebob and you definitely should not be doing that TikTok dance or else you're going to break a hip. And then you have the older generation ranting and raving about how you need to be married and have kids and have a well-paying nine to five. And last episode, I was speaking more so about your 20s, but regardless of what your actual age is, as you get older, you generally just feel more pressure to know what the fuck you're doing. And when you don't, it adds even more pressure because you feel like you're running out of time. It's so interesting to me that once you reach a certain age, you want to slow down and not grow up so fast. But we've spent so much of our lives rushing to grow up. I mean, look at middle schoolers now. They literally look older than actual adults with the amount of makeup they use and clothing they wear. And that's not a dig at how how they express themselves, but it gets to a point where you can't even tell apart a child and a full-grown adult anymore. And when I was their age, I was doing things middle schoolers and kids do, like go to the movies and play video games. But there was also the side of me that wanted to do things that grown-ups did, like have a job and have a car and have a boyfriend. And when I got into high school, I got a job the second I could. I dated a senior when I was a freshman. I wanted to experience hooking up with people and I got into drugs and alcohol. I rushed every possible thing I could because I didn't want to be a kid anymore. I wanted to have fun, but in the way that adults did. I didn't want to do school clubs, and I didn't want to go to high school football games. I wanted to be looked at as mature, and I wanted to be respected by not my age group, but by people who were older than me. And I think it's safe to say that so many people go through the same scenario of wanting to rush being a child and being a teen, but I think for me, it was because I had gone through so much shit as a kid and parts of my innocence were ripped from me at such a young age and I was forced to learn to regulate my emotions on my own and keep my shit in order and that really forced me to grow up and in my head if I need to grow up then I have to do grown-up things and that's why I rushed so much of my adolescence but then once I reached the age where you are expected to have your shit together and be a grown-up I was like hold the fuck up I don't want this I don't want to do this I'm not ready for this it's like as soon as you graduate high school or graduate college you're expected to be ready to work and plan the next important steps in your life but no one factors in maybe a year off I don't know just like relaxing from going to school for 12 plus years and taking the time off to assess what you want to actually do with your life instead of rushing it but that's not the case so when people graduate and they're thrown into the quote-unquote real world they panic and that's where this fear of growing up can stem from and I don't want to get so much into the fear of growing up because you need to have a well-paying job and a family and get married because I talked about that last episode but that is a huge piece of it because people fear they aren't prepared for all of those responsibilities and they're unsure if they're fully capable of taking care of themselves and others for the rest of their life which is totally valid but I think people also fear aging because it's just fucking uncomfortable and change can be really really difficult our society bases a lot of our self-worth off of being youthful when you're younger you're considered in your prime you're taken more seriously, you're more well-respected, you're given more opportunities. You have modeling agencies telling young girls that they won't be successful as models past 25. You have the media portraying celebrities who are only in their like 30s, like Britney Spears, as crazy and washed up because they're not in their 20s anymore and aren't busting their ass like they used to. And then we're told 
to go to college when we're fresh out of high school as if it'll be so much harder to go when we're older. And then when you do see older adults in college, there's this weird stigma around it. Like, why didn't you go sooner? Or you have college students being like, I'm above you because I'm taking the same class as you and I'm younger than you, so I must be smarter than you. And then obviously our society's beauty standard is targeted towards being youthful. We're shoved anti-aging moisturizers and serums in our faces. We're constantly seeing influencers and celebrities who have gotten work done and have filler, which more power to them if that's what they want to do. But you also have to think why they feel the need to have those things done. Maybe they want it just because they want it and they have the money to spend. But maybe it's because they also feel pressured to fit this beauty standard that many of us don't even fit within. As you get older, your body changes, it's natural. But with how society looks at beauty, age isn't factored in. Our beauty standard, especially for women, is to be skinny and have a small waist and have really long, beautiful hair and flawless skin. And of course, you could have all of those things at any age in your life, but the reality of it is, as you age, your body is going to hold weight differently and your hair might thin out or the pigmentation might fade and your skin is going to have wrinkles and imperfections. And that scares a lot of people because a lot of those things aren't always celebrated. And it's hard when you felt pretty at one point in your life because you did check all of those boxes that our society deems as beautiful. And then as you got older and started noticing your body changing, you might have started to feel less pretty and you might have started to feel not good enough. The way that I see it, and it has made me feel better about noticing new things on my body or changes with my body is every day that I'm alive, I'm experiencing new things, traumatic things, exciting things. I'm expanding, which means there's going to be evidence of that. Let's say I'm with my friends and we're having a balloon fight and all the balloons are filled with paint. I decide to wear a white shirt to this balloon fight and one of my friends throws a balloon at me and red paint goes all over my shirt. More than likely, that paint that's on my shirt now is not going to come out. It's going to be stained because I got a balloon filled with red paint thrown at me and it's evident that that happened. So when you see wrinkles on your face, which I want to point out are natural and are a part of aging because your skin just becomes thinner and less elastic. When you see wrinkles and you see new marks, new stretch marks, changes in your hair, changes all over your body, you have to remember that whatever you've gone through, however many years you've lived, is going to show on your body. It'd be a little alarming if you went 40 years and went through like a fucking war or something and came out of it the exact same way you went in. And one thing that I struggled with a lot was my body image. There's been times where I've looked back at photos of myself when I was a teenager and I was really, really skinny and I've looked back and I felt really guilty for gaining weight and not looking the way I used to. But I was looking at a body that wasn't even fully developed yet. There's no reason that my body at 25 should look the way it did when I was 15. If I did look like that, people would be really concerned because that's probably not healthy. I shouldn't feel guilty about the body I've grown into because that's exactly what happened. I grew into it as I got older and my body changed. Why do I want to look like a 15 year old? Why do I want to fit into the clothes that I did when I was 15? I don't. And that's something that has helped me a little when I do fixate on my body and my weight. I should be celebrating my body and everything it's been through and not punishing it for doing exactly what it needs to do to protect me as I get older. It's sad that we fear aging 
and are shameful of aging. And it's sad that we feel this way because of how others treat us when they're also aging. Like the same people who are telling you who you are and what you're capable of are going to go through the exact same things that you are. They are going to be the same age that you are, if they're lucky, at some point in their life. So I think the biggest thing to realize, since we all are experiencing aging and we can't change it, is age does not define you. It's literally just a number. You might be 25 now, but you're still the same person and living in the same body that you were in when you were 15. Obviously, you've been through some shit and you've matured and you've learned a lot of things, but you're still you. The only thing that's changed is who you are and as a person you've grown and that's a good thing and that should be celebrated. Every year that you turn older, it's another year you could celebrate all the new things that you didn't know a year prior. Your age has gone up, but you're the same person you were 10 years ago and maybe that's why you still feel like that person and maybe that's why we always hear older adults say that they still feel like they're 18 because in theory, they still are that person, just a much more developed and hopefully better shaped person. And I know the idea of aging is scary because you can't stop it and not being in control of things is scary. But because it's going to happen regardless if you want to get older or not, you should cherish every moment that you have because that's the youngest you're ever going to be again. The way that you miss your 10-year-old self now, you will miss your current self in 10 years from now. When I'm 60, I'm going to be looking back at this moment right now thinking I miss being 25 and having the people that I did then and I can't believe when I was 25 I was paying so much attention to my past when I had so many good things going on in that present moment. Literally nothing is ever promised so be grateful for the time that you have and the time you have with those around you because they're also getting older not to scare you more or make you more anxious but it's just a gentle reminder to soak in what you have now and celebrate every year you have more opportunity to do so. I'm going to wrap this episode up here. I'm happy I was able to talk about this this week though because although I'm giving you advice, I also need to hear it sometimes because I get in my head so fucking much and I get such bad anxiety about aging and my parents aging and just life moving really fast and it gets super overwhelming but Being able to sit down and talk through it definitely helps and grounds me. And just talking about literally anything that's in my mind with you guys is so helpful for me. And I'm forever grateful for you and all the new listeners I'm so grateful for. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, I am so excited and so grateful for you giving Try Not to Care a chance and binging the episodes and sharing the episodes and rating it on Spotify and Apple just thank you so much. If you haven't already, like I said in the beginning, I love when you DM me and dump your thoughts on me and just share your own experiences and how you connected with the episodes. It's just the best feeling in the world being able to talk to you and put a face to who's listening to the podcast. So if you want to chat, you know where to find me. And if you could, please give China to Care a five-star rating on whichever platform you listen to it on. It really helps me out and I really do appreciate it. Also, I think we have like over 200 ratings on Spotify now. Fucking crazy. So thank you for that. And um, I love you so much. Love you so much, besties. And I will talk to you next time. I love you.